You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, a special episode. As we're now moving into crazy times and the events that have unfolded these last couple of weeks, I thought it would be a good idea to bring you an up-to-date special episode. So it seems every country is dealing with the coronavirus a little differently and as a result our businesses have been affected slightly differently. But one thing that is definitely in common, we have all been affected across the globe and the virus has really negatively impacted all of us on some degree. So on this episode, we're going across the globe and I'm going to talk to Benj Haish from Washington State. I'm going to talk to Danelle Bohane from New Zealand. We're heading over to Perth, Australia to talk to Jared Sang and then over to Italy and we're going to talk to Francesco and then back to the United States where we talk to Ben and Ashley from Rosie Red Photography. So I'm really excited to get a few different perspectives and see what people have got to say and what it looks like locally for them as well. And hopefully they give us a couple of little tips and tricks and some positive words while we're, most of us on the globe are in uh, self-isolation. So before we get started, this episode is brought to you by my online courses. I'm really excited to bring these to you. I've got my Posing and Lighting and my Album Academy. They're both for wedding photographers to step up your craft and to step up your business. And we're giving away $100 off both courses this week to make it a little more affordable for those that need it right now. So you can find out more at jialong.co forward slash courses. And the promo code is going to be STAYHOME for 100 US dollars off each course. So today, I want to get a perspective from photography industry leaders from across the globe so we can see how the coronavirus has affected their businesses and what it looks like locally for them. And I'm interested to see, like I want to know if there's any crazy lockdowns or if the government has stepped in to give some sort of support and just how it looks for them and how hard they've been hit as well. So I want to get started with myself because I'm here in Melbourne, Australia, and I know my listeners are from all around the world, so I want to let you know what it looks like here. So right now, I'm in self-isolation. It's myself and my wife and one of my really good friends. One of my really good friends just moved down to Melbourne And he moved in just as the lockdown was recommended. So he's been staying at my house and now he's a little bit stuck here. So he's feeling a little bit lost actually because his partner is still up in Brisbane and she actually might have coronavirus. So it's the first case that we know. I don't know for sure. I'm not, I don't want to put things out there, but she's not feeling very well right now and she's about to go get tested. And it'll be the first case that I know personally, like somebody that personally has been affected by the coronavirus. So we'll see how that plays out. But for now, I'm kind of pretty lucky because my place is a bit of a compound. We've got my tiny house on here and I've also got my studio. And inside the studio, we have so many things like a projector so we can watch movies. I've got all my work stuff there. I've got music stuff so I can play music, got my guitars, got things like that. So we kind of set up for this situation right now. And work is still going as per usual until the government closes us down. So I do have Morgan still coming in, creating content for us. And we're practicing um, the one meter rule and washing our hands and doing everything in our power to make sure, you know, he's not catching public transport and all that kind of stuff and make sure that we're limiting any kind of outside contamination, I guess. So right now for my business, 
I've lost a lot of money. I think we wiped off about $100,000 out of my bank account uh, pretty quickly in a few days because I did have a workshop in uh, in Los Angeles and I had a workshop in New York City coming up and I had to give refunds to all the people that signed up to that. So that was a really big hit for me at this time. All my work, I'm in the middle of wedding season and that just all stopped for six months and that is so much work. That's for my wedding photography business. Heartbreak Hotel, we just had to we had to close that down for six months because we had to reschedule everything. People cancelled as well and people want refunds and all the rest of it. So it all does compound and it all does affect you and um, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not an easy pill to swallow when something like that happens straight away. So the streets right now, I live just off a main street of where I am and they're pretty empty. Not too many people catching public transport, not too many people walking around. I still walk out and walk my dog in the mornings and so do a lot of people now that they're not working. So everyone seems to be out in the park, walking around, walking their dogs, exercising and things like that. And we will be able to do that until we get locked down into our houses and we'll have no choice. So until then, still out in about only in parks and open spaces like that. The government has stepped in and is really trying to help people out, which is amazing in this situation right now. If you're a wedding photographer or creative entrepreneur and you're a sole trader working for yourself, you're getting an option now where you can sign up to welfare and they've doubled the welfare payments. So something like that can help you get through a tough time until things pick up and hopefully pay the rent and and pay bills. If you are a business, a small business like myself and you have staff, the government is helping with some tax breaks, tax refunds, and hopefully some payments as well. So I think they're going to actually just transfer us some money to help us continue to employ our staff so people don't lose all their work and people don't lose their jobs. And I think that is actually a pretty good thing to do. What else is happening? We've been advised if you own a house to drop rent for people and for commercial properties, we're actually inside a commercial property right now. We might be able to get some sort of subsidy from the government as well. So they might help us and relieve us of a little bit of rent. So I do think the government right now has really jumped in and supported a lot of small businesses because there's so many people struggling here in Australia right now. I don't want to compare it to the rest of the world because I feel like we're being hit not as hard and we're pretty privileged here. But um, our healthcare seems really good right now and the support coming from the government seems really good. So at a time like now, I can see why I do pay so much tax in this country and, you know, it feels good because now when I need it, I'm getting it back from the government and I think that is really nice. Interesting to know how it is for people all around the world though because I know in a lot of countries the healthcare system is not that great and it's, um, you know, it's owned by corporations and things like that so it's expensive to go to the hospital or it's expensive to get tests which is totally different to here. And also not all governments around the world have stepped in and taken it seriously yet and some people have taken it really serious and, and some countries are a little bit too late and some are at the forefront like New Zealand. So it's really interesting to see how you know, every country reacted differently. I think we should just jump in and have a chat to some people from around the globe and see how it's affecting them. So let's go over and talk to Benj Haish. He's a well-known photographer, a wedding photographer from Washington State in the US and see how this event has affected his business and what it looks like locally for him right now. I live right outside of Seattle, Washington in the States, and we're kind of like one of the three hotspots, one of the three sort of epicenters right now. Um, We actually, in a 
couple hours are going to find out from the governor where whether or not we'll be in full lockdown or not. So that's obviously going to be a little bit crazy, but we've been sort of self-quarantining anyway for the last couple of weeks. Um, and my wife is actually a nurse, so sending her off to work every day. Um, we have a, a three-year-old, uh, almost four, and she's also pregnant too. So sending her off to work every day to go work in all this obviously is a, a little bit stressful for us. Um, but for the most part, everything's pretty pretty shut down anyway. It's just a few companies are still out working and that kind of thing. But most people that I know, um, you know, coffee shops are closing and restaurants and all my friends who are doing stuff are all kind of uh, in the same thing that we're in creatively, you know? Yeah. So the virus has definitely affected my business in a ton of ways. Mainly there's just so many things of uncertainty and not really knowing whether, uh, weddings and elopements are going to go through. There's just so many people who are trying to juggle whether they should cancel right now or reschedule or anything like that. So basically the next, I don't know, three months plus of my business is just completely up in the air. Um, whether, I'll actually be able to photograph anything or not, you know? Yeah, so I haven't actually had anyone outright cancel now in, in terms of weddings and elopements and stuff like that. Um, I'm definitely kind of, to be honest, worried about that. Um, but luckily, no one has been in that place yet. I'm trying to just work my absolute best to be super open, flexible, and try to get everybody who's currently on the calendar still on the calendar in just a different place. Do you have a positive tip you can give anyone right now? Yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing would be to not sort of demonize or, I don't know, worry about um, people like attacking you for trying to reschedule and stuff. I know that I've definitely found that, I don't know, I've seen too many photographers being super worried and kind of angry that clients might want to cancel or reschedule or whatever, but they're also in a similar boat where it's not like they want to be canceling their weddings and they want to be canceling all the stuff that they had hired me or you or anybody to photograph as well. So being just as incredibly flexible as possible, knowing that me in the States and I talked to some people in the UK this morning and you guys in Australia and everything, we're all in this same boat together. So if there's any sort of encouragement, just knowing that there's this massive, massive community of thousands and thousands of people who are also going through this at the same time um, and just finding ways to sort of have each other's backs through that, you know? It's incredible. There's nothing like this has ever happened before in history. And it's amazing that everybody's in the same boat. And I think that is it's just new territory, isn't it? Because you can kind of feel like, why is this happening to me? But then you can look around and go, oh my God, it's happening to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And so anytime that there are limitations put on us with anything, it's uh, an opportunity for us to get creative and find ways to, I don't know, um, be closer together, but also prosper and find ways to get out of all this junk together, you know? Let's head over to wedding photographer Danelle Bohane in New Zealand and see how she's doing. I know New Zealand is pretty in the forefront of everything. They don't have too many cases and I'm just interested to see her perspective and how she's doing in self-isolation right now. So I am based in New Zealand and as of yesterday, um, Jacinda Ardern, our amazing Prime Minister, um, has taken some drastic moves quite early on for us since we have only a small amount of cases of COVID-19 in our country with no deaths as of yet, and only two um, in our community have actually, it has only been passed on to two people in the community. All the rest have been from people that have traveled. But anyway, so she has gone hard and fast and we are um, currently in 
I guess tomorrow evening we start lockdown. We she introduced like three or uh, four levels of um, stages that our country can be in, like state of emergency. So we're currently sitting on level three, which means non-essential businesses are closing. And um, as of tomorrow evening, we'll be going to level four. So only things like supermarkets and um, doctors and, you know, really essential businesses are allowed to stay open. And we must be in isolation in our home. And we're allowed to, uh, I guess, take a walk outside. But we can't be within two meters of other people except for those who we are in isolation with. So for me, that looks like only being in isolation with my husband and our little boy. So obviously in this last week, the world has turned upside down in the wedding industry particularly, or I guess a lot of different industries, but obviously it's really hit home in our industry. And um, COVID-19 has had a really big effect on weddings being postponed and cancelled. So that looks like um, a big empty calendar for the next few months for for my business. And in the last week, there's been a lot of admin ongoing to and through with couples and logistically working out how that's now going to look for them. First of all, it's obviously just heartbreaking for all the people that have having to postpone their weddings because they've put so much time and effort and love into what they thought was going to be a magical day just around the bend. And, yeah, that's looking different for them now. So, yeah, work's dried up. I've still got editing to do, but <laughs> that's the realities of being in events. So in this time, I guess um, it's off. It's easy for us to feel really overwhelmed with the current state of, I guess, our world and the economy and what the future will look like because we've never experienced this in our lifetime. And um, it's easy to get kind of down on the dumps <laughs> these times. But I think one positive thing that I always hold on to is that we're all in this together. Often at times it's really hard going through something difficult when you're alone and all by yourself. And I know at times we will feel alone, but I always just think I'm not the only one going through this hard time. There's so many of my immediate friends and family who are also going through struggles and we have one another that we can talk to um, to get through each day. And some days will be harder than others, but yeah, having one another and knowing that we're not alone in this time is really something that I know has given me a lot of peace um, in this time. Okay, in Perth, Australia, currently in isolation right now, we have Jared saying, I think Jared's gone a little stir crazy at the moment. I was just having a chat to him and it was pretty funny. Jared tours a lot with big name musicians all over the globe as a photographer. So it's pretty, I guess, different times for him right now. So I'm interested to see what isolation looks like and what he's up to. So I'm in Perth right now and it's actually tough or maybe impossible for me to tell you how it's affecting me locally because I've come from overseas and have gone directly into my 14-day self-isolation. So I've gone straight from the airport to home and I haven't left my house for three days. So tough to say how it has affected me in that way. But, you know, I'll, I'll know more once I'm out of isolation and I assume by then, every you know, Perth will be in lockdown as well. So it'll be interesting to see. I don't think it would 
change too much about my routine because when I'm home, I don't tend to leave the apartment much anyway. Most of what I can do and most of what I want to do is inside. When, I, when I'm home, I just like to catch up on emails, read, play Nintendo. <laughs> I don't, I, I tend not to go too, too wild when I'm home anyway. But something interesting and I think unique about my situation or my, my corona experience is that I was mid-tour throughout the early stages of this affecting the world. And I was on a wild world tour, like an even more wild one than usual, where my friend G. Larson wanted to do a bucket list trip and travel the world and play in really ridiculous places where he probably doesn't have any fans anyway. He just wanted to go all around the world with his guitar. So in the past two or three weeks, we, we went through Australia, Singapore, Botswana, India, Germany, and the UK in the early stages of the pandemic. So it wasn't, you know, it hadn't got too hectic. It hadn't got to the stage where everything was shutting down yet, but we could see the experience and the way that different countries and cultures were kind of reacting to all the the news. And it was was interesting to see the, the different levels of panic in different places. Out of all of those places, Botswana was the only one that we were tested, uh, you know, temperature tested and given specific information about what to do when we had, if we had signs of fever and things like that. That was the only place out of all, all of those countries was Botswana. So, you know, they were taking it seriously. Uh, when we got to Germany, they were in the uh, beginning stages of starting to lock down the city. So we had a lot of empty streets. And it, you know, it was that was really eerie to see. And after that, we went to the UK, and in the UK, it seemed like nothing, nothing was wrong. There were so many people walking around. Nobody was wearing masks. It was just our business as usual. So it was quite a um, quite an interesting experience seeing seeing it locally in many countries. The most direct uh, impact, I suppose, that this pandemic has had. The most direct impact is just a loss of jobs. So I had the next three months fully booked with destination work and I tour with musicians. So all of that is gone. And it was quite a, I don't know, it was quite a, a sad but also cathartic <laughs> um, experience going through Google Calendar and slowly deleting everything until it was completely clear. <laughs> so that's the main impact. All of that is just gone. But, you know, I don't feel too bad about it because I've just been longing for this kind of circuit breaker where I'm just forced to slow down and stop. And, you know, there's many parts of my business that have probably been neglected, such as, you know, developing more of a business plan, developing a passive income side of things, even things like working on my website and update, all these things have been pushed aside because it's been, I've just been chasing, chasing everything. If I had to make a prediction, I would say that probably in the long term, it's actually a good thing for my business. I'm going to say that. <laughs> I think for anyone that's feeling a bit deflated or, you know, a bit overwhelmed and wondering, you know, what, what, they, what they're going to do, I think it's very normal to feel like that. And I felt like that very temporarily when it was became clear that 
at first it was, you know, it was kind of in the background and you just knew that something was happening around the world. But I think the point you really feel it is when you have to start taking jobs out of your calendar and you start realizing, oh, wait, my income is just disappearing. I had a bit of a that that feeling when I had to just cancel everything, but I didn't let that last long. And and when it was clear that that's what was happening, I made sure to get my notepad out and just calmly and pragmatically went through it and just wrote down what is happening, what actual changes will this make to me, and then also what are the unique opportunities that might arise from this situation both in a business sense and in a creative sense. And once I started writing that list, I started feeling so much better about the situation because there's always opportunity. And this is actually such a unique point in human history that art-wise and business-wise, there's there's going to be new ways for, for people to make income and new ways to create art. I mean, the first place that my mind went to uh, in a creative sense was well, you know, everybody is in isolation now. What, what, you know, what opportunities is there to explore that area in your art? And the fact that streets are empty and everybody is, is locked away. And I think there's like really interesting things you can explore there, like the concepts of isolation and being connected in different ways. Also in a business sense, just thinking about all the ways, personal development that can be done in this time. And it's the perfect time to upskill, you know, find new collaborations. And I say it's the perfect time because so many creative people can't find this time to work on themselves because we're all chasing the jobs and chasing the dollar. <clears throat> but now we're forced to do all these things that we, we don't have time for. And the other thing is, the other reason that I think we don't spend time on this stuff is because you get start getting this FOMO feeling or you start getting the feeling that, if you slow down and if you don't take that job, then someone else will. And everyone's getting ahead while you're sitting at home working on your website. Well, now everybody is at home. Yeah, there's no, you, you know that people are going out and, and getting all these opportunities that you're not. We are all at home. It's a level playing field. You don't have to feel like you're wasting time while people are moving forward. We're all in this together. So now is the chance to get all that stuff done. Did you know optimizing the copy on your website can help allow your traffic to fall in love with your brand, get you a much higher conversion rate and get you more traffic from search engines? I've been using Pepperstone Media for years so I know what good copy can do. If this is one piece of the puzzle your business is lacking, I am giving you $100 US off a Pepperstone copywriting package so you too can have killer copy that converts on your website. Just use the code MAKEYOURBREAK. For all the information, head over to jialong.co forward slash pepperstorm. That's jialong.co forward slash pepperstorm. One country that's not doing too well right now is Italy. And so let's go over to Florence in Italy and talk to Francesco. Francesco is a wedding photographer, a 30 Rising Stars wedding photographer based in Florence. And he's going to give us a little bit of an insight what it looks like there, what it looks like locally and what he's doing with his time. First of all, I am Francesco Spighi. I'm an Italian photographer. I live and work mainly in Florence. So we are closed in our houses since more than two weeks now. 
everything happened in in in, a, in very few days because we were looking at China like everything will never happen here, and we found ourselves in the same condition just two three days. So the, our government closed our boundaries, then our region, then our commons. So we we needed to stop to move from one place to another, and then we have been locked in our houses, and we don't know until when now. So we are here since two weeks. This is the 16th day, and everything is more a bit complicated now because I have two kids. So, you know, I have a wife. <laughs> everything gets get complicated. And you know, we don't work, of course. I find myself shooting a personal project and if you want, we can talk a bit about it just because I wanted to support my community. So uh, 17 days ago, it was uh, Monday, I, I decided to came out before the lockdown was so strict right now. I decided to go down in the center of the city. I live just 10 minutes far from the center of Florence by bicycle, so super easy. And to document what's going to happen in the city because I wanted to to show my clients what's going to happen there. You know, there there was a lot of people, there were a lot of people here in Italy continuing to write on Instagram and to tell clients, okay, come on, it's just a flu. But it was clear at that time that it wasn't just a flu. So I, I decided to go there to, to show my clients, hey guys, this is what's going to happen right now. Look at it. Just be patient with us. And then after one day, one local magazine that's in English and that talks with, uh, especially with America, it's called the Florentine. So my pitch online and they asked me to work for them. So to, to shut for them, to document what's going to happen here. So when the lockdown became more strict, I could continue to go to move in the center of the city to, so to document what's going to happen here. After a few days, I decided that, I mean, I didn't want to get money from those pictures. So I decided to create something to help our main hospital, to try to sell prints of those crazy pictures of Florence, totally empty. That's unbelievable. I live here since I was born, 43 years right now, and I never saw something like that. So I, I decided to sell everything to, to help people. So I contacted the foundation that, that's connected with our main hospital to raise funds for both ventilators and masks, what we need right now. And now everybody is closed in their houses, so it's more complicated. They have time to, to think about helping Florence. They have to help themselves now. So how has it impacted your business? Obviously, you can't go out and shoot anymore. Is your business still going? It's complicated because I just serve destination wedding photography. So I mainly work with people coming from abroad to get married here, in, mainly in Florence and Tuscany, but then I travel all over Italy and abroad sometimes. I work 80% with people coming from the US, mainly New York and Los Angeles, San Francisco. We are now working on postponing wedding. On the second part of this season, something has been, has been cancelled. I lose all the work in February, March, April that were connected with engagement, providing shots since everything has been stopped by our government before and then by other government. So basically, I, I just lost 50% of my incomings right now. Let's see what's going to happen. I'm, I'm, I put myself in the condition to think that this season I'm not going to work. I'm not going to earn. 
So if you have not to give back the deposit, it, it will be good. Uh, you know, I think now is time to do all these small tasks you never do because you don't have any time to do that because life is a rush and you always say, I need to do this, but I will do later. Okay, now it's later. It's that time we can do all these small things we never have time to do. And I keep myself busy with this project. So I suggest people to keep training, also just looking and thinking and maybe reading good books. All those, all those things you would like to do, but you, you never have time to. I, I think uh, we must not stop. We must be ready when everything starts, when everything will start back to, to run in, in a good way, in the, in the way we know. We must not be still. So I'm trying to keep everything working. I'm working on my internet site. I'm working on CEO. I'm, I'm working on my delivery platform that, that's big time that I'm using also for this project. So I'm using big time right now to sell prints about Florence in the US just for now and within today in Europe, because they, they are great. They are connected with a lot of laboratories and with a custom domain, I could connect it straight to the foundation. So it seems official, it's official. It's not passing through my, my internet site, but through, my, through me, I donated all those pictures. What else? I'm working on my, my mail. Everything you usually want to do, but you don't have time. Is the uh, local government looking after you in some way or they're helping you with some sort of support or like supporting your business in some way? Yeah, they just gave us something. That's not enough for sure. They just started thinking about how to help us. In Italy, we are a lot of self-stand business, something like just one person having his own business. Oh uh, yeah, sole, sole trader. Yeah, exactly. We are a huge number. So it becomes complicated to help all of us because it means to spend a huge amount of money that we don't have right now because people will not pay taxes in those days. You know, it will be hard for each government. They just put something on the dish for the first month, but we really don't know what's going to happen in the, in the future. So let's wait and see. The good thing is that I have some saving. I put something on the, the, my bank account in the past year that went pretty well. So I can, you can, relax. I can resist. Well, I mean, I'm not that relaxed, but <laughs> I know that I have one year where I can wait. Things are going better. My wife works, so and not in this field, luckily. Okay, back over to the Midwest, United States. We have Ben and Ashley from Rosie Red Photography. These guys are amazing at what they do. So... Let's have a look and see right now what it's like in their part of the world and, you know, what it looks like out and about and in their area locally. So how it looks locally for us um, as far as, you know, being on lockdown and how the whole shopping experience goes. You know, ben works at a grocery store, so he could probably speak to you more on, on that. So like... The, the the supermarket that I work at is it's it's a smaller like supermarket for a Whole Foods, but we will have like maybe 60 percent of the shelves full at this time, which is pretty eye opening. The really uh, surprising thing that we've noticed is for dietary preferences, whether it's like a lot of the vegan products or a lot of gluten-free products, they are completely gone. And it's a lot harder for those things to be restocked uh, in a timely manner. So 
uh, from supermarkets and the the food standpoint, that's been there's something... no like knockdown fights, but yeah, it's a lot of people just gathering for themselves and yeah. And then as far as like the government, it's been pretty discombobulated, um, <laughs> to say the least, here in the U.S. Um, it, it has pretty much been kind of every state fending for themselves. And even in some states, it goes down to the cities fending for themselves. Um, we're in the Midwest. We're so. in the Midwest. We're in Ohio. Ohio's actually surprisingly done a really, really good job of mm-hmm. getting ahead of the curve and trying to take this as seriously as possible, even with minimal cases. So even at this point, like we don't have a huge numerical amount of confirmed cases within Ohio. But we're on lockdown. We're on um, lockdown and, you know, seeing the craziness just in the past four days where New York state has gone from something like a 2000 confirmed cases to over 20,000. It's uh, it's pretty mind boggling. What, mm-hmm. what is going on as far as the the government help there's i mean other than our state trying to set up like lockdown procedures and stuff there's at this point everybody's still kind of squabbling over the money and even when it all gets ironed out i really don't expect to see much if any of it yeah um, there's talks about small businesses being able to take out loans low interest loans yeah, but but they who still wants, have who wants to do that in, so <laughs> we don't have much interest in any more loans <laughs> yeah. in our lives how has the virus affected our business um you know we've we've definitely seen some postponements of weddings and elopements and then just general uncertainty with people who are just wanting to wait it out and see where it goes. So that just kind of leaves us in a spot where we're like, don't know exactly how things will pan out. But I think the biggest thing for us personally is that we lost, we have two kids. So we lost our childcare through this. And so that means that we are juggling, working and still maintaining our business without help and having two little ones. And like at the same time, I'm also working other jobs trying to provide the fam for our family as well so mm-hmm. it's uh it's been interesting where like one of the jobs uh there's been a salary decrease to kind of minimize with the the losses that they're experiencing mm-hmm. um the other job the hours are just kind of up in the air like it's at whole foods at a supermarket but mm-hmm. it's just if we have product to put out then the hours will be there but if we don't have product then it's kind of what it is so and a lot of the product <laughs> disappeared really quickly yeah, so it's been a it's been pretty eye opening in a lot of areas it's a i feel like these past like 8 or 9 days have felt like an entire month, if not longer, but this is what it is. So a tip to just kind of help get through this time. If if people are feeling defeated, I guess it's really to try not to panic because it's really easy to look at the big picture of things and start going down that road. And you see things starting to cancel and postpone and expected payments not coming through. And 
Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. I think we jump to the conclusion that it's, oh, okay, well, they're not getting married right now. Therefore, we have to not get that that money. But I think it's really a case-by-case type scenario. And it's okay if you need it to say, like, if you guys can pay this, like, we would really appreciate it and explain why. Um, being vulnerable pe- with people is key. Yeah. I being vulnerable and communicating. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's that is a huge thing for us as business owners to mm-hmm. do. I mean, obviously you always want to communicate, but especially in these crazy times where there's so much in the air, we need to have uh these discussions with each other to try to figure everything out. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. And another thing that I really think is just super, super important is just to set boundaries for yourself. Um, It can be really, really easy to get incredibly overwhelmed with all of this, Um, no matter what, uh, no matter what angle you're looking at it from a personal level or a business level or like for Ashley and I as parents. It's hard to see opportunity yeah. out of it. But, you know, really this kind of thing is the kind of thing that changes people. And it's really hard right now and it's going to keep being hard, but it will get better. As long as we have the right attitude about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Staying positive, lifting people up. Sweet. Yes. Okay, that's it for the special episode. I just want to say a big special thank you from all of us to all the speakers of this episode. It's amazing. I know so many successful creative entrepreneurs and talented artists all over the world, and they take the time out of the day to talk to me and to talk to my listeners as well. So big thank you to them. Thank you to all those guys that are indoors listening to my podcast as well. And hey, a big tip, if you have been indoors and you're in isolation, I have my online courses. They're available right now at jialong.co forward slash courses. I've got my online blog, which is amazing. So many resources in there and it's all free. And my podcast is, if you want to go back, I've got ones about blogging, I've got ones about upselling, like all that kind of stuff. So it's a great time now to just sharpen up your skills and binge listen to my podcast. So if you like this episode, be sure to share it with your friends on Instagram and everything. And I'm going to see you next time. Thank you, guys. Spread the love and create opportunities for the people around you. Make Your Break is brought to you by Jai Long and produced at our in-house studio, Free the Bird Productions. We love creating opportunities for you and hope you'll share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. For more information on this podcast, our online courses, products, workshops, or just want to say hi, we're here for you at jailong.co.